Hello, and welcome to Gaming Fix, episode 96. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your girl's favorite Jedi Master. I am joined today uh, on this November 16th, 2019. Uh, by Pat Cotter. Hello. There's a lot of euphemisms in Pokemon that uh, I don't think I appreciated until I started applying a British accent to them. Okay. And uh, Allison Saigon. Hi. Uh, Pokemon's good. Uh, Spoilers. Uh, did you wake up in a cold sweat thinking about Warrior's nipples? Uh, no, I motorcycle? did not. <laughs> I only did that once this week. Only once. Wow. That's a new record. Uh, you, if you last a whole week, I think you get a chip. I did have to explain that to someone this week, and a coworker. <laughs> no, thankfully not. <laughs> thankfully, no coworkers that I know of listen to my podcast. The only one that knows how to get it, um, because he follows me on Twitter, is cool, and um, it wouldn't he, be a problem. He, he doesn't need to have Wario's nipples explained to him. Uh no, he would. <laughs> okay. He would. Okay. Uh well maybe he's not cool enough then. Uh we've we've got some video games to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Wario's nipples, uh Allison, did you see Luigi's nipples at any point in your time with uh with Luigi's mansion? Nope. Man. Two out of five. <laughs> for, well, for the I mean, two okay. nipples you didn't see. Okay, so I still didn't do the final boss battle because I'm still, uh, because I got distracted by another game we're going to be talking about. But uh, there is still the chance that in this final boss battle with King Boo, that there could be some He's going to have to rip his shirt off? Yeah. Uh, Luigi hulks out. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's no way to know that's... Uh, it's impossible and nobody knows nobody yeah. knows if uh we see luigi's nipples it's one of the great mysteries of 2019 mm-hmm. uh so uh you still enjoying your time with that yeah yeah it's, it was good it's a good game okay. i uh the i i just got kind of uh stuck because i know that like the final boss battle like you can go back to an old save file to redo, uh, to do some of the extra stuff, but you can't. Uh, like it's like you don't just stay in the hotel uh, after you defeat everything. Of course not. There's no ghost. Right. What, what's the point? No, right. It, it makes sense, like logically. But I'm like, oh, do I want to defeat the boss battle? Uh, do the final boss? See the credits and then go back and do it, and then I'll have to do that again or. It's a, it's a whole thing, so. Yeah. Hmm. So I got, yeah. Distra- so I got, uh, so I was overthinking it and then Pokemon came out. <laughs> uh, that happens a lot, it seems. You overthink things and then, oh, and then there's, there's a Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> then there's Pokemon. I've got a little bit of a cold, so I might have to sneeze sometimes. Uh, don't mind me if that happens. I'll try and mute my mic. Oh no, you're still muted. Oh my god, yeah, see? No, it's it's but the mute button only works half the time. Uh we'll see. Uh I'll try not to sneeze into the mic. 
Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I uh, continuing off things we talked about last week. I put in a whole lot more time with uh, Death Stranding. Still really liking my time with that game. Yeah, uh, I played a bunch more of it too over the weekend. Uh, how far have you gotten? I'm still on episode three. I kind of am doing what you're what you did, and I'm uh-huh. trying now. I'm like, I want to. So you start getting Horizon Zero Dawn skins for continuing to help. Yep. Um, Herman Holst. <laughs> yep. And so that made me go like, so you get cool shit when you level up their star levels. Perhaps I should do all of the star levels to maximum here and back in the eastern region. Oh, and I've no. been told that's a bad idea because I once you, you like you get a truck soon. I stole a truck from the mules um, and had that for a bit. Uh, but I'm told that like, you know, you unlock the ability to craft your own truck and that, um, that, uh, makes those deliveries a lot easier and it's, it's a lot more. Yes. Yeah. The, it's not so bad. The bridges truck is much better than the, than the uh, mule truck, than the mule truck, mule the truck thing, is garbage. What the thing is though about that game is like, I fucking love playing it. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, don't, I, I really, I really don't love know why. I don't moving know why around I the love world. playing it. So to me, it's like I've had a few people say like, no, 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 no. Go further and get more stuff. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but I'm finding the delivery is really fun with the limited tool set that I have. So like, it's, but that's, imagine that's, if you could deliver more stuff faster. I know. It's, it's, but it's the capitalist dream. I'm going to have many opportunities to do that too. More stuff, further less regions, effort. So. More stuff, less effort. Uh, Sorry, Allison, what were you going to say? Oh, I mean, I feel like a lot of the discourse surrounding Death Training is like, oh, it's not fun, but it's an interesting game. Whereas, like, now I'm just hearing you guys go like, oh, it's pretty fun, though. I think that the the part of the problem um, is that a lot of the, like, discourse, as it were, that I heard early on was just Giant Bomb complaining about it. Uh, <laughs> With yeah. mad respect to Giant Bomb. But I think they just don't like the. I think they just really hate that game, and that's yeah. totally fair. But every, I don't know. They seem very much like the most vocal negative critics of it, um, which uh, they have every um, right to be. I've seen a lot of other the, people go though go like Verge? it may not be fun, but it's uh, like it's Kojima's art thing, and I'm Who like, was, was it The Verge that was like? There were a couple other we sites were, for sure. We're not running a Death Stranding review because they said we had to finish it. And yeah. there is um, no way I'm finishing that game. And, and I don't mean to suggest that there's no one who thinks yeah. it's not fun. Of course, there are yeah. people who do. There are plenty of people who think it's not fun. But um, I think that there are people who were the game just like these. They're probably people who would hate American Truck Simulator also. And that game is like objectively very good at what it does it's so you, just not for everyone and i think you, that's you sort of what's alex going on and then you but alex hates death stranding but loves american truck simulator yeah i don't know uh, where that comes from I don't know. but it's also totally i mean again yeah everyone's opinions are things. totally fair oh yeah. i don't mean to suggest they're the same thing yeah, either yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. they're both super niche it just so happens yeah. they're both about delivering things yeah but um death stranding is ultimately a very niche game that because of the buildup and hype around it and because of the name attached had a much wider reach than I think it should have had because it of like what it, what it is. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, I also think that it sounds like the story goes, gets bad and there's some very potentially problematic elements about it with regards to some like 
like plenty of character moments and um, pieces of information you get in the game. I still yeah. haven't seen a lot of that stuff. So I think um, uh, so. I've I've started to get some of that stuff. I'm in chapter five or six, uh, and those chapters actually move really quick. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. Like you know, and they're like they could you know last a long time like chapter three if you just want to like screw around and deliver stuff but um i like i actually really liked the bit of like story i got about fragile like her Mm kind of you know what's her deal at least in the meantime like in the immediate you know present like how did she get where uh where we're at now Uh, and like her relationship to some other characters i actually thought that was a really interesting story it it leaves me with a lot of questions. Her and Mama's story both leave me with a lot of questions about some things about the world that I feel like aren't really clear. And maybe they'll be, you know, elaborated on in the anime or manga or whatever else. Second game. I think he was pretty clear that he's got to make another one. Oh, I like mean, the, but yeah, he's also said he wants to make it into like a series oh, and, a, gotcha. and a manga. Okay. And he, like, he wants to I make it into a bunch of stuff. I didn't I missed the part that that I heard him talk about wanting to make that stuff. I didn't realize it was too directly related to. Death oh, Stranding. yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. He wants to make like Death Stranding like a big. It's an thing. interesting world. I still wish that he would like, you know, like have. Friends that are women. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> it's pretty clear, like he I didn't notice it. Um, well, it's I truthfully didn't notice it because I haven't seen that many different ones yet. Um, but like it was pointed out on Waypoint that like. There are prominent women in the story that um, are written better, I think, than uh-huh. have they have been in the past in Kojima stories. Uh-huh. So, like, I think in some regards it is better about that stuff. But, like, there are no, like, distribution warehouse people who are women or, like... There's no like women just out in the world. There, really. there are a few, but they are okay. they are few and far between. And there's one that actually has like a bit of a story attached to her. Yeah, um, more more than anything, what it indicated to me is less. It's more like if he if he used a bunch of his celebrity friends to yeah, portray these uh-huh. characters, it indicates that he is not really friends with that many women. Yeah, no, which yeah. is like dog. Uh, like that, that is very true. Uh, and and even, I don't know how much of that is a cultural thing, but like, yeah, come on. Even one of the women that is like in one of the houses seems to quickly be replaced by a man. Yeah, uh, so one one of Kojima's celebrity friends that is in the game. There's elements um, of that. There's some clear misunderstandings of like, um, you know, asexuality and demisexuality and elements of that spectrum. There's some clear, uh, yeah, I, who knows? It, he's he's just, philosophizing on a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and and I and and in some ways that are not necessarily helpful this, or um, Kojima. So he, he's working through a lot yeah. very publicly. Right. I think that's the like having not played the game. I think that's the thing that. Uh, I think is probably most frustrating is that he's working through this all publicly and a lot and a lot of death stranding feels like here's my opinions on this. Here's how the world is messed up and here's, and we need to bring people together, but it's like, dude, you're not like, you don't have it all figured out. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Um, and I think the, what's interesting is I think that like, a lot of the problematic elements are things that are around the margins of the game, which is both 
like it, 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 I can see how for some people it would make it even more frustrating because it's like the core ideas present are pretty harmless and at times are in fact, I think kind of insightful. Um, mm-hmm. But he's showing such clear ignorance around the margins for certain things. And I think to some extent, like from a humanistic standpoint, like, there's certain things that I've seen that I can understand how someone could arrive there without malicious intent. Um, and I almost think in such a way where it's like even having editors and having people to call you out on things, you, some of that stuff might slip through the cracks, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it, I wonder how clear things are about like being elements of opinion and not being presented as fact. So I don't know. That's part of why I struggle too much a little bit to, to like um, pontificate on it too much because all I've kind of seen are a lot of uh, ideas and, and, and bits sort of taken out of context and, even without context, I think it's important that it not that stuff not appear problematic. So I'm certainly not absolving it by saying that there might be greater context, and I suspect there isn't because it's Kojima. Um, but uh, Mister breathes through her skin himself. Yeah, um, but uh, but but at the same time, like, um, it's it's almost more frustrating again because like, and I mean, Metal Gear had this problem too because it had breathes through her skin, and then also a fiercely um, anti-war, anti, you know, child soldier, like all that stuff, the political stuff that is like important that doesn't actually get talked about that much, um, front and center and like some very good messaging too, alongside like breeze through her skin. So I, Mm -hmm. he's a, he's a frustrating person. You're supposed to be ashamed of your words and deeds. Mm -hmm. If, if, Mm-hmm. If you I'm hadn't, of if you hadn't lit her on fire and kicked her out a window, she wouldn't need to breathe through her skin. I don't even know. You that, haven't even played the so, game, so this won't no. even make any sense to you. Um, mm, all right. Well, I don't know. I've played Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and 4. But you know, but you haven't, you haven't played 5, and so what I just said doesn't make any sense to you. I can extrapolate, is all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you'll, you'd see it within the opening moments of the game. But anyway... Um, anyway, uh, I also think, um, though, that like the, the the big difference for me between Metal Gear and um, Death Stranding is uh, Metal Gear is a game that I don't particularly like to play. I'm sure Metal Gear Solid Five would be different because I did enjoy um, Ground Zeroes, but uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 through 4 are games that I actively do not like to play. But I find the world and story interesting enough to continue with them. Um Whereas Death Stranding is a game that I actively like to play quite a lot. So um, I, I think some shitty story stuff aside, I'll p- continue to play it because uh, I'm curious. And I, I should say, too, I actually really like the if you remove as someone who can identify the problematic elements and say that's fucking stupid. Um, that stuff aside, I really like the aesthetic and concepts at play in the world. And um I am curious. I like the characters a lot that are part of the main story. So um, I, I have a feeling that I will be less sour on the latter parts of that story than most people um, because I'm enjoying what's there in the early game. It's all that marginal stuff that uh, 
is very frustrating, but that I think I can, I'm comfortable saying this stuff is frustrating and stupid. And I don't think that it fits um, to me and still kind of enjoying other aspects of the story. Mm -hmm. But I also can completely respect why people wouldn't be able to do that too. Yeah. Uh, I went from, so I had like a really great moment, uh, the last time I played, which is like yesterday, two days ago, I think two days ago, um, where like I had to go up into the mountains where it's snowy is my first time in this area. And then they're like, okay, now you have to go back to like this one city. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I wonder if I can just drive over these mountains through the snow. I've got this truck. It's, I got a lot of battery. Did you chain up your tires? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. The worst that happens, the worst thing that happens is like I get stuck or something and I have to like walk back. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't have much with me. Uh, so, you know, I start to uh, drive up into the mountains and it's snowy. It's just snow is pouring down. I'm like, oh, finding my way through like a, you know, pretty steady path. And then I see like some other porters just out in the world, like delivering stuff. And they're like, oh man, there's a truck coming. Whoa. And they start like <laughs> scrambling. And then like I see a little building at the top of the hill. I'm like, ooh, I wonder what's in this building. Nothing, because no one's anywhere in like buildings or whatever. But it was still neat to like see a building on top of this mountain. Yeah. And then, you know, I finally get up to the top and I crest over. I'm like, I can make it to where I need to go. I can make it to uh, the weather station and then somewhere else. And I'm going down and the uh, the uh, the handling on vehicles is just absolute garbage, especially when you're going down a hill. And so I'm just like sliding left and right and like going sideways and then like backwards as I try and like get down this hill without like totally destroying my truck. And then and like all. The oh, I guess you already did the delivery, so you didn't have a bunch. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. Too. So I just had like some like, you know, traveling supplies and then just like tons of uh, and then like the music kicks in as i'm like you know making my way down and i finally make it and then i'm like okay this guy wants a pizza i got like an email that says hey could you pick up a pizza from the uh from this like farm i'm like okay i'll go to the farm and i get down to the farm they're like okay two pizzas and like a bottle of champagne or like beer or whatever and like okay you gotta deliver this basically as far away as i could possibly be from the the delivery location I'm like whatever i got this truck here and i put the pizzas in the truck and it's like oh no you gotta carry the beer by hand I'm like what oh god what I, i'm like no that's, that's fine i'll just get in the truck and like no no, no booze in no. the truck you can't have booze in the truck nope yep so i like god damn so i had to i went equip my speed skeleton <laughs> and uh you know put the pizzas on my back hold this bottle of champagne and just sprint like 10, 10 kilometers in the game or something like that. Oh, that's a long way too. It, it took like 15 minutes of yeah. walking and running. Like it was, and then I got there and I, I delivered the pizza, but it was just like, Oh my, this game I have, I could go from this like super high moment. Like, Oh man, I did this awesome, like trek through the mountains. And then I've got to run a pizza 15 minutes across the map. Yeah. Because I it's can't drive with a bottle of like beer in a suitcase. Yeah, that's it's a it's a it's a it's a weird, interesting thing. Yeah, it, uh, this, this game is, and I loved it all. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Uh, yeah, yeah, Death Stranding, twenty nineteen. It's a game. Uh, well, uh, 
speaking of 2019 games, two uh, more games have come out uh, this week, uh, yesterday. Uh, which one would you like to talk about first? I've played one of them. I've played both of them. You've played both. Allison has mm. played one of one of them. And Allison I might I break the, down and buy the other one because I'm weak. It's, it's okay. It's, uh, it's, I, you'll probably like it. You'll probably like it, although I, I have heard it is a it is. I mean, I haven't heard it's like control yeah. rough, but I have heard it is rough. There, um, there's supposed to be a patch coming. Yeah. Uh, for, okay, oh, I guess we're, I'm we're waiting talking for a about patch. it. So. The, uh, the thing that happened, I was like, when pro consoles came out, I was like, it's cool as long as it doesn't make non like games run run like shit on non pro consoles. Guess what? Everything guess runs like shit on non pro consoles. Okay, <laughs> that makes me so mad because I like I personally I'm like. Okay, that's fine. I don't really care if like you have if the pro console has like better frames per second, has better graphics, like it looks better. That's cool by me. But like I just want it to be able to be played on my it's, base. It PS4. is the, the biggest reason that I'm like, maybe I should not buy a new console next year and instead wait three years for the pro versions because Otherwise, what I'm going to get next year will run like garbage in a couple more years. It's Do you know sad. the last time I haven't updated computer components for like four years at this point and everything still runs great. So it's, it's so like <laughs> anyway, yep. uh, anyway, th- that, that patch, that patch sounds like it probably the, will fix a lot of the, stuff. And Respawn is good at optimizing. It sounds like they just didn't have time. Yeah. Okay. So the game we're talking about is. Uh, Jedi, uh, Je- Star Wars, Star, Jedi, Star Fallen Wars Order. Jedi Fallen Order, colon Riverdale. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> let like, you set wait, this up. I have to jump. Yeah. Up so uh, Waypoint brought this up uh, that Cal Kestis, main character of uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, it looks a lot like Archie Andrews from the TV show Riverdale and the comics Archie, the Archie comics, and. Boy, oh boy, does he ever look like Archie? Uh, it's and he's like got the same kind of personality. He is just an Archie ass Archie, uh, and that's fine. Like he's kind of like a bland uh, everyman. There was a lame quote uh, going around from Stig Amusen, um, Amusen, uh, one of the guys from uh, Infinity Ward, saying, "Oh yeah, the reason Cal Kestis is a guy is because Ray is a girl in the movies." Like what? You 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 made your protagonist a guy because the protagonist in the current movies is a girl. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but with that aside, uh, the game is uh pretty good. It's kind of got a lot of uh games like that. It's drawing from uh the first one that you might uh see comparisons to uh at least when you start the game is uh uncharted uh the the opening sequence of that game is very uncharted down to like in my opinion the combat tutorial is just basically the train level from uncharted 2 lifted directly from that game but you play with a lightsaber instead of a gun like that whole sequence like especially the very beginning of the game where you're like climbing up the crash train um so yeah that's uh that's something but then once you get into like the actual game proper outside of the tutorial it turns into more of a metroidvania sekiro type thing where you've got branching paths and are yep you know uh finding your 
gaining uh, force power. I was that source powers, but source is something else. Uh, force powers, and then you know, oh, I got force pull, so now I can pull things to me. Or I got like force push, and I can push things away and throw these rocks somewhere. Yeah, they definitely gate stuff based on whether or not you have the yeah. correct power to do it. And I, I think they they justify it well. Yeah. Like they mm-hmm. don't pull a what uh like you know a Metroid and go. The man said I couldn't use my powers, so I yeah uh, yeah the Metroid other end, but uh. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of, like, justifying why you don't have those powers. I think mm-hmm. at this point, the point I'm at in the game. No, I don't. I don't. I was going to say I think I have all the powers, but I definitely don't because I've seen other powers in, like, trailers and stuff. I think the scalability of the difficulty and of, like, in the combat in that game is extremely good. Yeah, it's. I think- really neat so there it kind of it changes three things right it changes parry window uh damage received and damage output no they had this conversation on waypoint yeah it does change three things because there's definitely three bars that pop up yeah but damage output is Is the same no matter is it is it it's damage it's like posture damage and health damage Maybe. I don't know, but damage. Stamina, uh, stamina Austin damage? was saying in the review guide that it that it clearly states that damage output is not okay. one of the things that changes. Okay, so like you do the same amount of damage to a stormtrooper every yeah. in, in every day. Well, yeah, because you killed him in one hit. Because well, right, saber. but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, um, which so, I think is part of why it works so well because uh-huh. it doesn't make the enemy spongier when you're higher level. Sure, or playing on a higher level, it just makes the them more deadly. Um, yeah, which uh, works super well for me. I was pl- so I was playing on the highest difficulty for a while, but I was also playing like on a streaming setup, uh, like streaming from my computer to my TV because my oh, TV so is the nice latency on that. So it, window. Like, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it was yeah. like ju- just like questionable enough. Where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna knock it down like one difficulty. There's four difficulties, so I'm playing on like the second highest, and that's been really great. Uh, like it's not it's just challenging enough, but not like overly like why can't I parry. Well, uh, I, yeah, I'm playing it on the the highest, and I came out of that uh, that that temple on the first like uh-huh. planet you can actually explore, uh, and there's like a big monster enemy, not huge, yeah. but like uh-huh. bigger than you, yeah. um, and uh, you have to like you in, you can encounter one a little earlier, but I killed the first one I yeah. encountered by like dodging, and it jumped off a cliff by mistake, so like I didn't have to fight it. <laughs> um, whereas this one, you're on a big flat circular uh-huh. area and you got to fight that yep. thing. I probably died 10 times fighting oh, it. Yeah. Yep. But I loved every minute of it. It was like, okay, this is the moment where I can start to get my head around what these mm-hmm. timing windows look like and how the animations work and stuff. And it was awesome. Um, and it felt really good to kill it once I had mm-hmm. like kind of worked all that stuff out. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm starting to get to the point where some people complained about the, uh, like the checkpoints in um, control, I'm starting to get to like I didn't have a problem with the checkpoints in control, but I'm starting to feel that way about the checkpoints in uh, Fallen Order. Uh, we'll see how it you know how I feel as the game goes on. Uh, I've played like three zones, I think, or four zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it'll be a. Uh, so maybe I've done four zones. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. 
Uh, it's been a really good time. Uh, the story is pretty good. The writing's good. Um, the character performances are really good from yeah. what I've seen so far. Yeah. I have uh, a question. Uh, How's I the Star Warsiness of it all? Oh, it's that part is Star incredible. Wars. Oh like the Star music, Wars. the music is amazing. And they, unlike other, and I'm not complaining about this with other Star Wars properties, but like, like when you watch like, um, uh, like for example, if you were to watch Mand- the Mandalorian currently on Disney Plus, um, it has plenty of other Star Warsy stuff. But like the music is very much Mandalorian. It is, which is part of what makes it really cool. It has its own identity. It's mm-hmm. like it the is music is really good totally, for the Mandalorian. Oh, it is. Yeah. But it, it's very much like the theme now gives me goosebumps when I hear it. But the theme is like this, like boom, 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 boom. It's, boom yeah, it's boom, like boom, Star boom, Wars Western. plus Western. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on the flip side, um, I think it's just because it has Jedi in it, but Fallen Order actually uses like themes from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like oh it uses God. music from God. from it doesn't just lift music from the films. It's all original music, but it has like the main theme woven into certain parts mm-hmm. and stuff. So it and then like the like flying to planet stuff is amazing. And like the opening <laughs> I kept going like, oh, my God, that's cool. in the opening section, because the opening part is you're on the scrap planet mm-hmm. and they're like working on scrapping uh, ships from the Clone Wars. So you're seeing like the like super iconic ships and imagery mm-hmm. from the Clone Wars. Uh, and um, it's very like the Star Warsy aspects of it are very, very Oh you know, okay. yeah. so it was I, I this 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 has been a roller coaster of a discussion because I've gone from I want it to maybe I'll wait for a patch to oh, I really want it. Um, So we'll see when I end well, up playing this. Uh, uh, let, let me tell you about a little boy, a little a little droid. Oh, my God. I was just oh going to ask about the droid. He's 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 good. He's, he's Look, a good. Li- it's a good little droid. We'll, we'll get to Pokemon in a minute. I, I, I'm enjoying Pokemon. I have never encountered a Pokemon in my life that I would lay my, my body down for like I would for BD one. I would get in front of a train for that droid. I would, I, I would, I would do anything for that droid. I mean, as a droid fan, like same, like I love droids. Holy crap. BD one is good. Uh, BD one is like, uh, uh, so a cute. approaching the levels of like R2 and BB eight for me. Like He's, that droid is, is fucking it, great. It has, so much. I don't All, even know how to refer to BB uh, BD one. Is it a he, a she, an it, a they? It's a they. They them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, BD one ha- has so much personality. Like immediately. Yep. Uh, which like when they first showed the game, uh, it was like okay, this robot sits, this droid sits on your back and throws out health things, and like maybe it'll like do some like mechanical stuff like oh it's gonna use some electricity but then like as soon as you like meet bb uh, yes bd1 I, you're just like oh you're like you're a character i don't want to spoil this moment for allison because i i think it will have an effect on you but there is a moment early on with bd1 where it occurred and i was like i will kill every single person in the galaxy now this <laughs> this will not stand <laughs> Uh, and it's not that big of a deal. It's a very minor thing that happens, but it, I just like yep. that droid. <laughs> don't, don't talk to me or my son ever again. Exactly. <laughs> and he just like, or he, I said, he, they just like ride on your back and like, yeah, like hang out all the time. And Cal's like, I need a stim now. And BD one, like 
pops one out and it's a great animation of it, like kind of flipping through the air and then Cal grabs it and oh, it's good. That stuff is good. And um, like they, they chat back and forth. Throughout oh the yeah. Game yep. And, all the time. Yep. Yeah. It, BD1, it, yeah. BD1 is your buddy and it, it's, it really feels like you have a friend there with you. Yes. It's, it's extremely good. It, honestly, yeah, BD1 Kelsey's is the character boring, that sells really Cal to me as a mm-hmm. good character because like he, He's the Jughead Jones to Cal's yeah, like Archie. <laughs> I think it's just that I think that 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 Cal like is actually a pretty deep, uh, good character from what I've seen yeah. so far. It's just that he appears to be really generic and boring. Yeah, um, and the fact that he gets to like vocalize more with BD One helps. Yeah, I, I I'm still not sold that he's like that interesting. Um. So I think he probably has the Star Wars problem, which is like a lot of Jedi are interesting because of their performances, uh-huh. less because of their backstory. Like, yeah, they're d- like, OK, hear me out. Don't don't pitchfork me to death. Um, I think Luke and Ray are both great examples of. They are great characters because of what we go through with them, not because of where they were prior to you meeting them. Obviously, Luke has like lineage Listen, stuff going man, on. He just wants to go to Tashi Station to get some power converters. But that's what he I'm saying. He also wants is like, to just join the like Imperial Academy, which I feel like everybody glosses over. But yeah. Well, he's radicalized. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. But but like if you and Luke is an even better example than Ray, because at least Ray has been like struggling to survive on this planet yeah. and stuff and has like some. But Luke is like super fucking boring when we meet him. And <laughs> he in, kind of is but the, like, but, but I, I would agree with that where it's like it's less like about where he starts and more of the journey with Luke. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think I wonder how much um, of that is true of Cal. I, I think that Cal has a slightly more interesting backstory when you first meet him because he you know, had time as a Jedi and stuff like he, he it's no spoiler to say that, you know, it's set like five years after the clone wars. So he very much was a Padawan during that time. But, um, but it it seems like it's more about like where you go with him because he hasn't necessarily faced much adversity until he landed on the scrap planet. And in some ways, like he has some parallels to Ray in that regard, except that, um, He's been he had he had more time as like a force user before Ray, uh, whereas Ray would just grew up in that setting, but on the scrap planet. But yeah, anyway, it seems good so far. Uh, I'm excited to play more of it. So uh, other characters that are good are Seer uh, and yes, Grease. They're both great. I, I, I totally thought they said this guy's name was Freeze Dried. Uh, and I was like, that's not a name. It's, uh, it's not his name. Uh, he's a goof. He's he's good. He's but you know what would make him better? He he's all right. It would make him better is if he was played by Danny DeVito. That would be that would make him better. He is a, he has a a lot of big Danny DeVito energy for sure. Big, big DeVito energy. Uh yeah, so it's uh, we never really described what the game is. It's like third person action adventure uh Yeah. Uncharted E like in expo- like in the way you're like climbing around levels metroidy in the way that you're like finding paths and getting abilities that open up new paths. Part of why it's 
Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and then the combat's kind of like Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, where you're parrying a lot and like even on the hardest difficulty, breaking down stamina bars and stuff like that. Yeah, but even on the hardest difficulty, it should be noted it is not as hard as Sekiro. It, it's not as hard, <laughs> but it, it is that kind. It is yes, more. It is totally. more accessible version of that it's, kind of combat. Um, yeah. Um, also, the reason that I it has such huge Metroid energy. Um, when we were talking with Sam about this, he suggested that he thinks it's a little more like God of War from what he played and less Metroid. Um, cause, cause the, and he has a point in that, like the backtracking is kind of an optional thing you can go back and do to get cosmetics basically. Like it's not, there's some other, like Andre, you were saying later on, there's like health upgrades and stuff you can get from exploring, but Uh, you also go back to planets and like go to new areas, uh, using those powers. So, but it's, it's like for the story, for the story. Yeah. But um, but but uh, the thing to me that makes it so very Metroid is like the map. You get a map and it's a really good map. And the map is like 100 percent the map for Metroid Prime. Like it has a lot of the same visual language that the map for Metroid Prime has. Um, so that was part of why it like struck me as such big Metroid vibes. It's uh, it's a cool thing. Uh, so it's on it's on. Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. If you play on PC, uh, it is available through Origin Access Premier on the Origin uh, store. Mm-hmm. You need Origin to play it no matter what, even if you buy it on Steam. So, hey, might Oh, as really? Well. Does it yeah, launch? It, it, yeah, it launches funny. through Origin. Yeah. That's dumb. Uh, I mean, Uplay does that stuff, so it's like not a surprise. Um, yeah, but Origin is a heavier weight of a program than Uplay uh, is. Oh, yeah, sure. And Uplay is just like a launcher that yeah. hap- that you can buy stuff through origin is like another it, client. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, I, I'm not saying it's good, but yeah, that is a uh, kind of the, the spot where we're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's probably also the way that they can bring um, access to steam is by also mm-hmm. piping you through the origin client. So yeah. yes, this is probably true. Um, so yeah, check that out. That's how I'm playing it. Uh, streaming to my TV. Uh, Nvidia yeah. Game Stream kicks Steam. Share, Steam oh, I'm sure. Ass. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. Like it's uh, literally, I can tell no difference between playing on my computer and playing on my TV with like the Nvidia Game Stream stuff versus uh, like when I use the Steam proprietary stuff. It's like you know, there's like artifacting and like. Well, I can tell it's like a video stream. <laughs> They've been developing the NVIDIA one. Steam Link development stopped like three years ago. Uh, it's, they still like developed like Steam streaming or whatever they call it. Like it's yeah. still like a thing, but it's I just like, like the like the codec or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. however they're encoding it just isn't as good as the NVIDIA stuff. So there's a way to get like to channel NVIDIA game stream to your Steam Link, which is what I've been using. And yeah, uh, that's that's pretty great. Uh, but now I want to hear about this Pokemans. I got it. I got it coming tomorrow in less than 12 hours. Uh, what, what's up? Oh, what, what, okay. First, which, uh, which Pokemon version do you have? Pat and Allison. Pat. I have shield. Allison. I have sword. Which starter did you pick? Allison. Grookey. Pat. I picked Sobble and anyone who doesn't. Sobble is in a bad way when you meet them. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you should pick Sobble because uh, Sobble will be very sad if you do not You're, pick Sobble. Everybody gets the gets picked at by somebody. It's fine. Yeah, but someone someone ends up with Leon, and that's like he has so many Pokemon, and like it's so not. Sobble as important. will have plenty of friends. It mean as much? Okay. No, okay. it's not the same thing. Sobble doesn't want friends. I don't. I mean, Sobble wants one very good friend, and then they're. Uh, that's all they need. Uh-huh. And Leon can't be that good friend. He's got too much stuff going on. Uh, wow. Uh, shade thrown at Leon, I see. I mean, I got more shade to throw at Leon. We can keep going. <laughs> um, I kind of hate that guy. He, he's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> it's weird because they write him like he's a super nice, heartfelt, like, people's champion. But everything about the way he, like, physically acts, his body language and his, like, attire makes him out to be a t- Total shitbag. Is he like the Gary equivalent from the anime? Is he just like, like everyone super loves him, but then you look at you're just like, this guy's a shithead. Yes. Well, okay. So it's one of those things where if you like, if you asked Leon, he'd be like, oh, I'm a really nice person. But then he's dressed up in a giant cape and like the weirdest outfit and like doing his pose and being like, yeah, he, he has on a cape that has like sponsor logos on the back. Yeah. Which is a nice Hell touch. Yeah. But also then like he has like super short shorts and then yeah. white tights that come out from under the yeah. shorts. Oh, Why the tights? Come on. And, man. Uh, Show them legs. If he showed them gams, I'd be a little more into the character. Instead, <laughs> he like wears tights and then these super short shorts over them. And then he has, like, a stupid hat on that he, like, wears yeah. on the back of his head, you know, with, like, the bill sticking straight up. Okay. It's like, fuck this guy, definitely. Okay. Like, he he's the kind of guy that, like, he acts really nice and he keeps, and, and like, you're like, oh, wow, he kind of looks like an asshole, but he's actually pretty nice. But really, he just had AirPods in the entire time and wasn't paying attention <laughs> to the conversation at all. And was just, like, uh, grinning and, like, nodding and smiling. This is this is really painting a picture. I see. Well, I'm gonna have to kick this guy's ass once I get to him. Yeah, uh, yeah like he, he, his 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 younger brother is um, also who's your rival is also kind of a dick, but like he's kind of a dick. But you like you kind of you're like oh you're a kid. Like you kind of feel yes, like you're like it's it, and he's, he's like trying, trying to live up to his brother. Yeah, 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 he's like like he's the type of kid where it's like he's the younger brother to the champion. He's like. I don't even know what the ages are supposed to be in this one. So he's like mm-hmm. probably early teens. Let's 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 say look like 14 or 15 yeah. to me. So like 14, his brother's like the biggest deal and he's like in his brother's shadow. And so he's just like, I will be champion. Fuck everybody else. Let me be champion now. And I'm like, OK, oh, it's like sometimes he, he does that. And you're just like, all right. It's also the classic Pokemon thing that I love, which is like, I just fucking beat his ass every time we battle. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not even like he, you know, he does eradicate. Like, is that what he does? Like do, Pat? five you know, damage to my go to the Pokemon tower and they have to mourn his dead Pokemon <laughs> I, that you I, killed. I mean, I would imagine it'd be hard to revive them after what I've done to them, but he wow. manages to keep doing it. But like, I'm like one shotting all of his Pokemon. And then at the, as he's about to throw his last one on, he's like, Wow, you're making this one close. I know. <laughs> it's just like, just like that happened not to really me. dog, but whatever you say. My buddy. second battle with him too. He's just like, it's so close, and I'm like, dude, it's it's, it's not really not. I just one shot at your <laughs> score, bunny. I, 
I'm that's, already evolved. That's a bummer to hear because I remember in Red and Blue, like when Blue or you know Red, whoever your rival was in the game, showed up. When they showed up, it was like, oh shit! Like well, he's, he's like gonna mess. He's at least when I was a kid, like I remember that being like, oh yeah, this is gonna be like this is actually gonna be tough. And to hear it's like you just run over him. Like, well, I, I don't know that if that's just because you've been grinding a lot or it's he's still just, pretty. Fair, I I'm still pretty me. early okay. um, in the game. Like, I, I don't know where you, you got, Pat, but I uh, just got to the point where you're at the uh, opening ceremony for the gym okay. championship. So I did that. Um, uh, whereas, because I stopped because I figured as a podcast, we could decide my jersey number. And uh, uh, the answer is I'm not going to do 420 or 69. Well, Pat already did sixty nine. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I, I, I he did send a that. message to the chat of his jersey. Um, you just have to do four twenty, Andre. That's the but answer. Why do I have to do four twenty? Because Allison said she didn't want to do four twenty or sixty nine. What about Sam? Sam could do four twenty. He has a child, though. Is that really the kind of behavior we want to? Oh, see, Little Todd is- Howard is, will grow up in a world that is tolerant of marijuana. <laughs> Hopefully. Anyway, there's a world left for him to grow up in. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully he'll grow up in a world. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> um, but, 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 also, uh, but also the thing is, is that there's like multiple different rivals, too. In, uh, in uh, yeah, they, they started to do that. They started to introduce yeah. like, yeah, like I the only one I can think of is the little nerd in uh, like Ruby and Sapphire. <laughs> you help him catch like their routes. <laughs> yeah. Can, can Allison, have you gone to the hotel yet? No. Ooh, okay. Hotels cool. in this game. Ooh. Well, it's just is a, it haunted. No. Is Luigi um, there? Can there's there's some good like there's this there's is some where you good, can see Luigi's nipples. It's, it has oh. to be in Pokemon. <laughs> there's some good other. Um, uh, excuse me. Uh, there's some good like other stuff um that you see in terms of the other rivals things and like playing with tropes of the series. Once you kind of get to that hotel spot, yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed it. I spent like a um, lot of time yesterday in the wild area, which is the new yeah. thing that they added, and I think is is really fun personally. But uh, what do you think, Pat? So um. I have like four and a half hours on my game timer. Um, I played it for like three hours last night. Uh, and most of that time is in the wild area. Uh, I did get to basically, I like did the opening ceremony, um, and then got to route three. And that's when I stopped. I was like running around route three while we were setting up. Excuse me. Um, but, uh, I have like very, generally my impressions are positive. So I'll say that up front. I think that it's wild, no pun intended that. Come on. You intended the pun. No, I, I think that, um, there are some serious issues with like production value and visuals at times in this game for me that I'm just like, this is the new Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I think that has been a little surprising to me. Um, like, but, but it's overshadowed by the fact that the gameplay is really good. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to put people off of it or suggest that it's like 
not a good game, but in the wild area, it's like uh, it was a bit of a roller coaster for me when I first got there because I was like, kind of, I kind of think it looks bad. It kind um, of does, which is interesting because I feel like a lot, like it's not the most graphically advanced game. I mean, even as somebody that's like probably more defending the game than a lot of people, like it's true. not. But I feel like like when you're in the first your first town and you're just doing the starter stuff, um, the the aesthetic design is nice. Like it yes. looks really yeah. pretty. And there's there's the time where you're just walking through and you see this uh, the house that you're going to in the distance and there's the rolling mm-hmm. fields and the towns. And I think that the um, at least from what I've seen, the aesthetic of the towns and the aesthetic of like the other areas is really nice. But yeah. the wild area is could be better with that. That's what surprised me about yeah. it was like, I think I oh, when I first started the game, I was like, oh, this looks nicer than I was expecting. Um, I still think it's missing some of the depth that. When I last seriously played a Pokemon game with Pokemon X and Y, so it's been a very long time. But back in that game and the games prior, it was like, oh, if you go into this random house and talk to this person, they might actually give you like an impactful item for the start of the game, whereas that's sort of less true. There's almost like no reason to talk to anybody. There are some people who give you stuff. Yeah, yeah, there sure, are. But there are people who give you stuff. Um, my favorite it was my favorite is a guy who gives you a Pokeball. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. For some reason, it just feels like the the environments are less interesting to. They're very interesting to walk around the first time you get there, but I feel less compulsion to like explore every nook and cranny of each space. Um, but that's fine. That's a minor. That may even just yeah, be a- I, I think that it's less like go into this house and you can explore. Although um, there aren't very many houses and structures in the first area. But I did find some items that I was like, oh, I wonder if I can go back here. And then sure enough, there's a yeah. there's a TM. But it's just not terrible or anything. Um, and I also like really, really like the, uh, the, the, the the clothing stores. That stuff is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tops. That's great. Me going into I- the. The next, like going into the town with the, um, with the opening ceremony and going into the clothing clothing shop and being like, I can't afford anything and I yes, want to the, afford everything. The, the clothes stuff is the, is is extremely good, it's um, good, and the designs are good. The, um, the but, also uh, the customization. Uh, I don't know if we went and did the salon stuff yet, but I. No. Uh, but the the customization is is really nice. And I feel like a yeah. lot of earlier Pokemon games, when it came to like doing your hair, they would, they would be very weird about it of like, Oh, what kind of a style do you want? Uh, like feminine or energetic? Like what yeah. kind of feel do you want? And it's like, you just got this kind of like, Oh, that's what they gave me. Whereas here is a lot more like, uh, granular in terms yep. of, uh, hairstyle and then also you can get uh like adjust your makeup which adjusts was is what adjusts your like eye color and eyebrows yeah, and stuff. all that stuff is good um but anyway the, in terms of like the wild area yeah i think that like the textures don't look very good i think the trees look like it's like are we on an n64 here uh, at I mean, times? like i'd say it's, it's more like, like a gamecube like not maybe good, okay sure not good but it's like <laughs> i'll not concede quite nintendo like, 64 level it was just like i was just like what is this is yeah rough. the textures um, um for some of it are kind of muddy and not great which is 
which is a shame. Um, but I think that the, uh, at least the experience of playing in the wild area is fun. So oh, yeah, totally. It just, it, it also runs bad too. That's the other part. Like if, when you're in, so when you're in docked, I don't know if you've been playing mostly handheld. I've been or playing just handheld. Yeah. So in docked, I'm sure it's better. And I've heard it's better than handheld in docked. Mm. The wild area runs like shit. Really? It's like, that's yeah, it dips so into single odd. frames fairly frequently, um, well, but and then it just constantly runs at like a pretty weird dicey like, frame rate. Handheld, uh, it runs like a dream. So I'm like, the I mean, it's rendering at a lower resolution in handheld. Yeah. So um, that's why. But, but it's but, also boosted to a higher clock speed in the dock. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it, it's yeah. It, it's 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 rough. It's not the thing is because it's since it's Pokemon, it's not like it's unplayable. It's totally yeah. playable, and you get used to it being chunky. But um. And it's in a way that almost like, I don't know, I know there's like things about like logic being tied to frame rate. So I don't know what the deal is here with that stuff. But what I do know is that it doesn't feel as yeah. bad to be running at a lower frame rate as it does in something like control. Yeah. Um, so so to an extent, I don't want to overblow the issue because I didn't really bother me that much, but it was noticeably chunky. That is that, odd. Is, int- that is odd and interesting considering like I, I I was coming into this going like, oh, there's zero performance issues. And it's like there's um, but that's that's what I've, I, I, I haven't like even attempted to dock it yet. Yeah. Uh, and outside of the wild area, it runs fine docked. But um, the other thing that I think is uh, interesting, though, like the wild area is if you haven't really if you haven't been following, it's just like a huge open world area where you can catch Pokemon from a lot of different level ranges mm-hmm. and like random big, not big random Check Pokemon out. will pop up and you can just like encounter them. Like I saw a haunter um, and like, and stuff like they'll just kind of like randomly show up daytime or nighttime. Not. The, the haunter and was, Gengar line, like that's exclusive to shield. So that's another one that you're going to have to, uh, Wait, but, to me, by the way. Okay. Did, yes, you, did, you, did you see these during the day or the night? This haunt. I would. So it was night. Okay. Um, okay. That's acceptable. Because um, they do have differences for like weather, um, when things spawn, and yeah. time of day when things spawn. Well, well, and it's really cool actually because um, the all of the routes and stuff and like this in, when you're in the towns. Um, I don't know if it's always daytime or if it's tied to the story or what, but like. It, it it gives you because one of my things about this whole timing thing in Pokemon is um, like for a while there, I couldn't really play it much during the day when I when I was in school and mm-hmm. working. Um, so basically, like when I played X and Y, it was just nighttime. Right. All mm-hmm. the, for the entire game I mean, because you I could game clock or DS clock. We could. I didn't want to do that, though. Um, so I got to like God play forbid. during the day on weekends and then had to play at night the rest of the time. This game, one of the things I like about it is it is for the more sort of it's all bespoke, but like the like fancier looking areas that are more fixed perspective, mm-hmm. they set those at whatever time they want to, to fit the art direction. So like okay. when you start the game, even if you're playing a night as daytime, but when you go into the wild area, that's when it looks at your system clock and actually okay. sets the time appropriately, which I think is super smart and, mm-hmm. and really cool. Um, and I suspect that at the end game, you'll spend most of your time in the wild area. Um, trying to catch like the higher level stuff, higher uh, level stuff, uh, complete the Pokedex, uh, do the shiny hunting, which I'm, I'm excited yep. to get back into. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, uh, one question I have is mm-hmm. which, 
at this point so far, which of the new Pokemon, not the starters, have uh, do you like? Which one you're like, oh, this is good. Yamper I don't know which is ones are new. The best. I love Yamper. No. It, Yamper's good. Like it's it's the the first time it showed up in the overworld. I think I gasped because I was like, oh, it's 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 like ridiculously cute. Uh, it like it kind of wiggles its butt when it goes to tackle. It's which is a, just adorable. It's. I think I saw a like a video from like Japanese Twitter. Uh, I think Austin Walker retweeted it of like this person in the wild area, and then there's like ten bears yep. around them, and they're all just running at him. Or yeah, and he, he he the text was the you better watch out, you better watch out, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, but um, yeah. Also, uh, reference I named my uh my uh yamper cheddar, which is which if you get the reference, then you get it. I feel like I get it, but I don't remember why I feel like I get it's it. It's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. Oh, okay. I don't get it. I only get it through osmosis. Yeah. I haven't actually seen that. Um, uh, the, um, the, my favorite Pokemon that I've found is actually a Gen 6 Pokemon. Okay. Uh, which is Pancham. Pancham is very good. Uh, Pancham is like the, f- oh, I'm very into this. He's like a, he's like a panda a fighting type panda and he's got a little leaf sticking out of his mouth and it definitely looks oh, okay. more like he's like, it definitely looks like it's like a tobacco leaf or something or like a coca leaf. And he's like getting his chew on mm-hmm. and it, oh man, that fucker is, is, is a rough customer. Let me tell you um, his evolution. Damn. But I haven't really looked at the, I don't know what the uh-huh. exclusives I could, is that, is that blip bug? Is that an is that a new one? I have no idea. So. I haven't seen uh, it before, so What about Chutar? Chutar or Choodle, Choodle, Choodle. Sorry, Choodle's not Chutar, Choodle. Choodle's new. So Ch- because it, Choodle, it, yeah. Choodle is a nightmare. Um I'm going to send an image of Choodle to our podcast chat cuz Choodle is um uh not is something that um, it's, it's a, visits visited me in my dreams last night, and, uh, and not in a good way. Um, it's, it's on my but squad. in some ways, I don't know. It's, it's on mine too, because they're also <laughs> a very. Uh, I want to instill that fear in my opponents, um, <laughs> but but it also kind of gets to one of my issues to go back a little bit to the like production value side of like. There's a lot of Pokemon early on that they're heads and their faces are just like flat textures on like a, a shape. This is just and a I, bootleg squirtle. Right? <laughs> Doesn't this it look like, like this is like fucking like a app store, like a, like a Google Play store, but knock off Pokemon. Here's our squirtle looking guy. What the hell? Yeah. So in some ways I, I kind of like it. I don't want to be too harsh on it, but I was surprised at the number of times that I like went like, that's not, that doesn't look like that's just flat textures on one, oh. on a geometric shape. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, I, I also like this one, but I don't like it because I think both Choodle and Blipbug I don't like them because I think they're good. I like them because they're nightmares. See, that's the thing, um, though. That's like, I feel like there's two very distinct Pokemon play styles. One is actually considering things like stats and considering things like, um, you know, 
why are you going to put something on your on your squad? Whereas I had, whereas I just retweeted a tweet that says, I don't give a crap how useful a Pokemon is. Are you cute or so weird looking that I develop a strange passion for you? Then you're in. And that is how yeah. I play Pokemon is um, I have my like, weird favorites that I just like dote upon. Um, Blipbug also the first time that I saw one of them, I thought that its name was Buttplug, which, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Nintendo's reaching out, branching out to new communities. And they thought, if you look you know, at the, the, the image of this, it was going to be, it didn't, it doesn't help because the, the, like the fact that Blipbug looks like what Blipbug looks like did not help me with my associating it with the name Buttplug. Um, I did yeah. not nickname my blip bug, uh, but plug, which I'm glad at because uh, once it evolves, it's um, does not resemble that at all. And its name changes quite a bit. So it's not as uh, wouldn't have been as appropriate. And but uh, yeah, blip bug is kind of a nightmare. But the like evolution of blip bug looks great and is really cool and doesn't have the problem of having just like an oval with <laughs> big flat dinner plate eyes drawn on it. Um, but I kind of like so, the, the like flat dinner plate eyes. Like that's like- that's kind of where I'm at though, is that I kind of do too, but at the same time <laughs> it's, it was a little shocking to me when I encountered it and I was like, right. that was- this is one of Nintendo's flagship franchises and this is the thing that's staring at me. No, yeah. it, it is very interesting when it pops up and you're just like, Whoa, okay. That's not what I expected to see. Especially because all you see is it's the little top of its. So one thing we should say that's that's unique to this. Uh, I guess it's not really because Let's Go had this. Yeah. But unique for like a new one is there's no random battles. You're seeing all of the Pokemon uh, well, on the Well, sometimes if you're going in in the grass, it'll you won't see what's in the grass. Correct. Right. But you can always avoid those. Right. Like sometimes a, an exclamation point will pop up and you won't see what the Pokemon is. But you can always just run around it. They tend to, when you run through tall grass, place those right in front of you. So you have to, if you want to avoid battles, you have to kind of be on it because you get about a second and a half to like change directions so you don't run into it. But you can, if you're paying attention, you can run through tall grass and not get into fights, uh, which I actually like a lot. I think that's great. Yeah. No, I think um, it's, it, I think that is a good choice because yeah, I, I love Pokemon. I like, I love the gameplay of Pokemon. Like I love the, uh, the battle. I, I love the turn-based battles. But random encounters, those those always got to be kind of the my yeah. least favorite part of. Pokemon. Well, and it means that what I like about it is it means that you can like you can go to the wild area and say like, okay, I want to grind, and I have a type advantage for the Pokemon I want to grind. Um, it does have XP share, but yeah, uh, for the, I'm, I want to grind this this Pokemon out, and I and I can so I want to look for these specific types that I, I know are this in Pokemon this level range. To extinction. Also, yes. uh, if you chain KO uh, the same type of Pokemon, that increases your likelihood of finding a shiny. Cool. So. Um, I will say I got very excited because I don't know that much about shinies. I got very excited because I saw I found like one that was glowing with like uh, uh, aura around it. And I was like, oh, shit, is this a shiny? Did I get lucky? There's just some that give you watts, which is the also, currency I that think, you gain in the wild area. Also, I think to spend those are on supposed to have there. like better ivs maybe oh, okay so well like, i caught one of them it's like the, like or or like it's supposed to be like they those are particularly like they have good stats or, or, and or have uh good like egg moves which is uh like gotcha yeah so uh so but no they, they you don't see um if a pokemon's a shiny until you get into the encounter 
Gotcha. And I, so I, anyway, I'm interested in, in seeing all that stuff. I'm going to, I'm not really digging too much into it until I, if I actually get through the story and everything and I'm at end game, then I'll start learning more about that stuff. But um, yeah, I don't I mean, I think the other thing we didn't, we haven't talked about that we've encountered, that I've, that I've encountered, I don't know if you've done any, Allison, is the, um, the like raid battles. I've only done um, one and I did it with um, all the CPU uh, uh, um, allies because I was on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, the, I I'm aware that I have um, a shitty connection um, because my router does not play nice with my switch. Um, but that being said, one of the cool things that I was not expecting, you can actually see other people running around in the wild area like other players, mm. which is really weird and not what I thought was going to be a thing. But it is Too bad you don't you see, see their names battling. Yeah, I mean, you don't see your names. You can't interact with them at all from what I've seen. You can interact with them in the sense that you can put these stamps out, which are like localized communications that other players either you have to manually connect to the Internet to be able to see them from people all over. But if you're in like if you're like at PAX or something, it by default does local communication. So it'll link you up with people locally. Um, but the stamps, I think you can put stamps out that are like, Hey, let's battle. And then someone can go into the menu and just like, look through the local stamps and hit that one and battle you. Um, but, uh, it's the reason that I know my connection is working (laughs) is because I can see other players running around the wild area. Yeah. Um, and there's not a bunch of lag or anything. It just, they just, they pop in because like tons of shit in this game pops in like journey. Yeah, um, it's the journey of Pokemon games. Then when you go to do the raid battles, which are all over, like it's mm-hmm. very easy to jump into them. Yeah. Okay. Um, it like when I searched for people to do one with to try to matchmake, and I the first time I did it after sitting in the matchmaking queue or screen for a minute and a half, I got one other person. Mm. Um, and then the second time I did it, it like timed out and I didn't get any other people. And so I don't know how it match makes, but like, yeah, I'll, I don't know if it's a server issue or what, but I, I was having issues, matchmaking, I'll, but you don't need, I'll to. give it a Maybe shot nobody's because playing I, just, this game. I did it with, uh, NPCs, but, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let me know what your experience is. Yeah. I'll let you know. It's not the early ones are not hard. I no. can see how it would hit a point where you would want other people. I will say um, with like absolute respect, we talked a little bit about it, Allison, how you don't want to play with the other people. Um, I will say you can see their name and you can see their Pokemon and their, their Pokemon nickname. It is the most, this person could be an NPC of literally any game I have ever played. Got it. That's and I'm saying that I'm saying that with the understanding that even in that context, it can be anxiety to play with other people. It is like, they there's a you almost the only reason you know that it's another person is because they tick in as like you match made with this person. There is like no it, 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 there's no communications you at all. There's Bernie no, Madoff 420. Yeah, I will say that the person I did match make with their name was Grayson and they had a Machamp named Chad, which was mm. I. Thought that was extremely funny, and that's I hope that they named like, their character in Pokemon on purpose. That's probably some seven-year-old with maybe. like his best friend's name is Chad. Like maybe on. I hope that it's a meme. No offense to anyone named Grayson or Chad, but uh, 
Um, those are names I would pick because I find them funny <laughs> to, to put on characters in this video game. Uh, Sorry to all our Grayson and Chad listeners. <laughs> I'm sure you're lovely people, but uh, uh, unfortunately, there be, are memes associated with your names. <laughs> Pat will be sending you a handwritten apology uh, in the mail. Sure. Send us your address to our email and I will happily do that. Uh, that's um, gaming at fix dot space. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the those battles are OK there. I think they'll probably be better when they're harder and more interesting. Like right now, I wish that there was a way for me to be like, this is a low level one. Just give it to me because it takes you have to like you run up to the place where there's the raid battle. You hit go and then um, you're in a menu and then you can choose to matchmake or just go without matchmaking. Either way, you have to like wait for like the menu to tick through and load in and then you get into this battle and there's a lot of animations. And at the end of the day, they're not that hard. Um, So it felt kind of like I really like the actual like being in the raid battle part, but there's the raid battle takes less time than the setup for the raid battle. Yeah, it it didn't take long to set up for me when I did with NPCs. But if you're matchmaking, then yeah. And it also it's not even that with NPCs, it doesn't take long, but it still takes longer than just running into a Pokemon and Uh effectively like because those early battles are quite easy. It seems like the kind of thing that you actually might want to grind a lot of them at some point because it feeds you a random Pokemon. It's not like um, you're not battling specific ones. It's like, although I think you're going up to these specific ones that come up. Yeah. Yeah, but but you're battling these the base ones out in the world are like these these you're going up to these dens and hitting a and then like I got uh, I got a um, a Bonsly mm-hmm. the first time I did it, which is like a bonsai tree and a pot is good. It's a good Pokemon. Uh, and then the second time that I did it, I got a Diglett. Let me tell you, Gigantamax Diglett is very good. Um, I, I want to run into and, a Diglett. That'd be very fun. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say Gigantamax Dig- Diglett. I Dynamax. Should think, I should say Dynamax because it was not a Gigantamax. Those are different things. Yeah. Dynamax Diglett is very good. And whenever you beat them, you get the chance to catch them. Although I don't know what that means because. Is this like when Bungie is like, hey, you beat the raid. You have the chance to buy a T-shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, I've done two of them and. um both times I just threw a pokeball at them and it caught it. Yeah. I think um, that in some of the higher ones, it, you need to have a, a better pokeball. Um, there is a chance that it could run away, but I don't think that's going to be the case for a lot of the like lower. Yeah. Levels. Are these Pokemon better than like a regular Pokemon? I don't like, know. Why, no, why would either. I want to catch one other um, than it's, it's a, different. well, I'll tell you one, you're getting Pokemon that you're not really seeing in the area. Like okay. I have not seen a Diglett outside of that yeah. encounter. Um, I'm sure it exists, but it, yeah. it's, it's, you're just like kind of pulling a slot machine sort of to get like different uh-huh. Pokemon. You, when you go in the menu, you can see a silhouette and what the type of the Pokemon is. So you in theory could back out and be like, I don't need this. Yeah. Um, and you're not hurting anybody to do that because it doesn't match make until you say like match make yeah. me. Um, but, uh, the, uh, which I think is part of the problem, by the way, with finding people, because it's not like you, it's not matching you with everyone that just clicked on a Pokemon den. I believe what it's doing is sending out a car, a, like a communication stamp to people mm. saying, come join me. So people have to like opt in to play with you, um, which is maybe a misstep. Uh, but, um, That's, I'm sure at higher levels, yeah. if you're doing more specific 
battles, people will be looking for those too. Cause you, I think when you send out the stamp, you can see the silhouette of the Pokemon that you could be joining the raid yeah. battle for. So, and, and uh, I know that um, like only specific Pokemon can Gigantamax. So right now there is a raid battle going on uh, for Gigantamax Butterfree. And uh, it's specifically like, you need to have a Butterfree that can Gigantamax to be able to make it Gigantamax. Yeah. Um, so uh, generally that system, I think I like more than what I had heard about. Um, but I also think it has some, some stuff that could be improved. Yeah. My hope with this game overall is because I think so many aspects of it are quite good. And I do think it is a really good jumping on point for people. My favorite thing about it is, um, I know a lot of I know everything you need to know to play through the story of the game. Like all of the knowledge that I'm missing is stuff that I'm going to read on wikis. It's not stuff that the game is going to teach me because it's stuff about like egg moves and shinies and like tendencies and stuff like that, Um, which there's a little bit of that information in the game. But like I need to be able to look at a guide that's like, hey, you're new to Pokemon. Here's end game stuff rather than like have NPCs say it to me. So anyway, Point being, when I tried to play Ultra Moon, I got frustrated with it because I felt like I had to spend so long learning, like, this is called a Pokeball. In Uh our world, we throw Pokeballs at wild Pokemon. Yep. Uh, Make sure that you get the Pokemon to low health. And I just was like... I know what Pokemon is. Can't uh, button fast enough through. <laughs> exactly. And so a great thing that they do in Sword and Shield is, first of all, you get your starter within like 10 minutes, which is great. Uh, and then from there, like if you attack your rival with a type move in the opening battle, he's like, oh, I guess you already know about type. Moves. I, I like the way that he like the way that they bring it up, though, is like. He's just like it's. It feels like almost like an anime thing of like oh, you already know type yes. moves, and it's like very, <laughs> yes. it's very fun. And vibe. so, no one has tutorialized that to me. And then like, there's a couple of points where they ask like, "Hey, do you understand how X works?" And then you can just be yep. like, "Yep, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I got and it." They're like, "Okay," and, and they're like, "All right, cool. Just keep going." Uh, and so, same with catching. Do you want to buy too. some X? Like a lot of Pokemon games have that like super slow catching tutorial. Whereas, like, if, you, if you've already caught Pokemon, you, like, when, when you get to that point, they're like, oh, you've already caught Pokemon. Cool. Okay. And. Sadly, I had not caught Pokemon on when I got to that point. I thought that it was doing? a little further. Um, and, well, to be honest, to catch Pokemon up to that point, you would have had to have found a Pokeball or purchased one. You've got, like, because a few Pokeballs. Do you have them? You start with Pokeballs in your inventory? No, I mean, you, I don't remember when you get them, but I definitely was, like. Walking around, I'm like, oh, I have like five Pokeballs. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't get any Pokeballs until um, Leon handed me 20 ah. Pokeballs. Um, at which point, if, and I was like, okay, so now he's going to let me go catch some stuff. And if I don't, by the next time I see him, then I'll get the tutorial. Unfortunately, when he hands you 20 Pokeballs, that's also when the tutorial happens. Right. If you have caught Pokemon prior to that because you either found or bought them, um, then he doesn't give you the tutorial. I did have to sit through a, the thing that made it painful was the fact that like he he's like, ah, a wild Pokemon. And then he throws yeah. his Pokeball and the combat starts. And then he's it's like just sitting at the menu. And I was like, oh, am I supposed to control his Pokemon? This is no, weird. Like, no. And it's and it's like sitting at the menu and I'm like, I can't control everything like for a solid five or six seconds. And then it goes 
to bag and then it's like come on yeah gotta make sure you're paying attention but it's fine i i there is a way to get around seeing that and now that it's over with it's fine um but generally like they kind of just let you figure shit out and not get tutorialed at if you don't want to be um and they introduce you to the wild area very early so it's just like get going and catch the pokemon do what you want um there's so that stuff is great yeah and there's a good variety of pokemon that you can get really early on oh yeah like, i feel like yeah. a lot of games um you have a pretty limited uh pool that you get before the first gym whereas like like i said like i'm i'm not at the first gym or even close to it and i've already gotten like like i think i've gotten 20 25 plus i, I i'm around 20 yeah. yeah um that i've caught in and so it, it feels good. It feels like you're moving and you're getting stuff. And yeah. I did a little bit of grinding because I thought that the opening ceremony was going to be the first gym. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, mm, I'm going to grind up to level 15. And then you actually don't. That's it's not. There's a you go on another route before you actually hit the first gym. Um, so uh, it's it's uh, I have a little bit more to go before I do that. But there's also a weird <laughs> there's two things <laughs> that I think are very funny. One it's a common trope in Pokemon that your mom is a bad parent because she just, okay. She tells her 14 year old. Yeah. Fuck off. Go explore the world. That's that's the world of Pokemon. That's it's not like that. They're specifically a bad parent. It's that they're like, Oh, this is, this is how life works. You're, you're imposing your Western views on the world of Pokemon. The, the cultural Pokemon teaches parents to be very, irresponsible with their children <laughs> this is not yes you can ride your been out there 10 years old for like is, two decades not, and he yes, is you can fine. ride your bike two miles to go to this concert or to go to a movie with your friends this is like go get on a cruise ship and travel to another like with old men continent uh, so, but it, Sword and Shield is one of the funniest ones because it's like you say goodbye to your mom at the beginning, and she's like, "Okay, yeah, go get your starter Pokemon. See you later." And then from there, you and your friend, you like get your starter Pokemon and go meet the professor and get the Pokedex app on your phone. And then, uh, hops your rival is just like, "All right, let's go get on the train and head to the city." I- Actively like, went back to talk to my mom and well, then realized, oh, you you don't need to do that because the the mom no. show up at the station. Yes, yeah, so the, the mom show up. But at I the definitely station. walked all the way back to my house because I was like, I need a safe book. You're a home. better child than me. I just went to the train station and then the moms show up and the moms are like, Hey, bye. You're, yeah, no, not just that. The moms are like, well, if you're gonna take a train to another city that's far away, you're gonna need a tent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they give you like camping you can equipment. Go camping. Speaking of camping, that sounds like a good parent to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a 14 year old getting a camping set from my mother so that I can camp in What's what it, is called it, the wild area. What's he gonna do? Go to what are you gonna do? Go to school? You look. You no. have not seen the wild. There are Pokemon in the wild area that can fuck you up from the moment you step in there. Like, like you walk in and I see an onyx and you're like, oh, shit. 
Yes, I Onyx, I think, is the first thing everyone sees. Uh, and I encountered it and it, like I ran up to it and it's like you've encountered a very high level or a very strong looking Onyx. And it's like 20 levels higher than you. And you're like, oh, um, boy. Yeah. Uh, and then and so like what I understand that is bubble beam and then it's I, dead. Like whatever. I understand that there's a suspension of disbelief that has to happen here. But like I would not want my 14 year old child camping in an area where there's haunters. <laughs> That could attack their campsite. What you don't want Gengar them. to eat their dreams? No. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Have you um, done any of the curry making stuff? Uh, yeah, I think I hate it. But <laughs> um, how many Pokemon have you eaten? I haven't eaten any. I, you make curry with berries and oh, with other I, ingredients too. Yeah, I just got some uh, sausages. I, I like saw confirm that that the. the Curry is made with real Pokemon. So I wish that you could skip the curry making mini games. That's I the do thing. Too. Um, like I was the concept's great. Like I've been chatting with a friend of the show, Chris Edgerton, about uh, the game just to like give him a heads up if there's any Nintendo nonsense. And I don't know to what extent um, the mini game affects the quality or if it affects just the speed of how you make it. And the quality is based off of the ingredients. But um, it'd be nice if there was uh, alternate options for the mini game or the. I think the whole the whole camping thing to me is I wish that you could just. It's fine if for kids they want to, or for big kids. Whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say like, like I you, love playing when you, catch with my Pokemon. When you when you when you load into the camping thing, it's like it's just like the games in the past have done where it's like you see all your Pokemon running around and you can take out a feather wand and play with them. I've never seen stuff. this done in a previous Pokemon. Game. Oh, it's, it's, it's like in sun and moon or yeah, it's in sun well, and moon. Like, but I mean, there's things. a type of like, it's in let's go to, I mean, it's different in that all of your Pokemon are running around versus like you have one yeah. and you're like petting it and giving it. Okay. Yes. That's, yeah. That's yeah. good. Um, I, I'm I just, still mad that I can't have my Pokemon run around behind me, like in this heart, gold and soul silver or, Let's go Pikachu. Let's go Eevee. But then that's only the one Pokemon. Her gold, soul, silver. Any of the Pokemon could follow you. That was the, the best the games have ever been. They have yet to reach that peak again. The the camp, the camp is just, um, I don't think that the playing with your Pokemon is very interesting. And it's fine that it's there if people do want to do it. I'm not saying. I've had some very funny times. Uh, like there's, you have two toys. One of them is like a, like a feather, and one of them is a like a pokeball that you're playing catch Which with. Which it seems odd that you play catch with them with their prison, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, but I had some very funny experiences where like I was like, oh, I have Yamper. That's a dog. It'll play catch, and it was like not interested. Whereas my I can't remember the name of it, but the bird Pokemon that I had was just like I'm playing catch with you, and it was it was very good. I uh, I threw the poke the, the ball to try to get Sobble to play catch and instead just hit Sobble in the face with it. And then Sobble attacked me, like physically charged me. And then it said Sobble looks upset. That, that's, um, that feels super on brand a, for Sobble. It was a good interaction. Well, especially if you look into I don't want to spoil them, but if you look into Sobble's evolutions, uh, <laughs> I definitely the reason that Sobble evolved into the into Drazeal is because of that interaction where dad threw a Pokeball at it and hit it in the face and it got mad. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That's but then, like, the curry making thing, you, like, select the ingredients and stuff, and that part's cool. And depending on what ingredients you select, it, like, does different effects. And there's the whole curry decks where it's, like, sh- tracking all the ingredients, all the recipes you've done. Then you have to play this mini game where you have to either, like, wave a Joy-Con 
or mash a button to get the fire to start underneath the pot. And then you have to rotate the stick or rotate the Joy-Con to stir. You can't Uh stir too fast or you'll spill the curry. And then you have to like put a little soul into it, which is literally what they say. Just like a timing mini game. Yeah, you do this little timing mini game. It like reminded me of the cooking in Kingdom Hearts in a bad way. Like the Kingdom Hearts three cooking is really good in a, in a, in the sense that like cooking with Remy's great. The mini games suck. And yeah. it, and, and that's like, this is, this very much has that the energy, one- but at least in K in Kingdom Hearts, there were multiple shitty mini games. So you didn't have to do the same shitty mini game over and over again. And this one, there's only the one shitty. Mini Whereas game. I feel like with, um with like, there's been a lot of Pokemon mini games involving like, like with the various poffins and various things in the Havas, I feel like it's largely um, harmless. Although I, I'm, I know it's going to get old because, uh, in in addition to doing the Pokedex, I might be aiming for a full Curry Dex. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and if I was into the idea until I played the mini game, and now I'm like, fuck that! I might never make a Curry again. Oh, I'm I'm doing <laughs> Curry Dex. So if you want to like. Send me ingredients if we do Pokemon trading. I'll, I'll I'd take them. Are there ingredients unique to Sword and Shield? Uh, like I don't think so. There's like a type of apple that's unique, uh, but I think that's it. Okay. But I mean, also, what like, if you could take apples from Animal Crossing into Pokemon? But you hook up your Stardew Valley farm to the games, and then you and just import all of. My honestly. Games. Honestly, Pokemon side game, like call Masuda-san, you run, give me a call. You run the Safari Zone. I will design oh your. God, I will design I your Stardew it. Valley Pokemon. Like they did that. Uh, that one anime they did the the Harvest Moon, the Rune Factory. No, no, no. Recently, this year, like a couple months ago, there was oh, Drymon Story of Seasons. Yes, um, Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon. Um, yeah. If they. If, I'm saying Game Freak and uh, what is who makes those Bandai? Who puts? I don't know who puts what, out Pokemon. Story. What? No Story who? Seasons. Oh, saying Game uh, Freak that's... should team up with the Story Seasons people and make a Pokemon themed Story of Seasons. That would be fucking good. Then you could raise and slaughter the pig Pokemon no! for the sausages. Look, <laughs> pig. No, we all know where they come from. Okay, but there's animals in Pokemon that aren't Pokemon. I have not seen a there's single anim- one thus far. So far, they don't exist in Galar. I know. There's, I, I would, I would posit that there are Pokemon that are not animals. Geodude. Yes, that's absolutely. Not, that's, that's there's a Pokemon animal. that's a key ring. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's a Pokemon that's literal garbage. <laughs> I, I just caught the ice cream cone. Exactly. There's totally Pokemon that aren't animals, and I'm willing to accept. Yeah. I've come along, and I'm willing to accept that there are animals that aren't Pokemon in the world. But so far, I have not seen a single one in Sword and Shield. So that sausage is either imported from another region, which means it's gross, or it's fucking Tepig. Or even worse, it's a Wooloo. Because the only sausage is gross? The only, the only, uh, the only, uh, like, livestock-style Pokemon I've seen so far is Wooloo. What about Milk Tank? There's no milk tank yet. Okay. But if you eat a steak, God. look, all I'm saying is that well, there's no way that milk tank eat? and a cow, milk tank and a cow have at least a common ancestor. I'm willing to accept that there are cat, there's cattle and milk tanks, at which point the designation of Pokemon is actually pretty fucked up because it just means that those are the animals that people feel like we shouldn't eat. What, what if, what if Pokemon, we, I think we talked about this recently about how Pokemon set in like a post-apocalypse. 
and like they're like the result of like mutation mutated animals or something but what if pokemon takes place after the death stranding i mm, i haven't seen any void outs but they don't have guns but 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 these animals all mutated because they came in contact allison can you confirm reedus's body fluids can you can you confirm that there are no guns in pokemon i don't think i've ever seen a gun in pokemon i'm trying to think i I want to say that that's not... If it's in the anime, it doesn't count. I mean, uh, people see. joke about the next version being gun, but like... It's going to be axe. Yeah. Or something. Uh, There's, they are... They're in the anime numerous times. <laughs> yes. This <laughs> this guy holding <laughs> Ash at gunpoint, like, <laughs> inch, the centimeters from his face. Every person in this cast and listening to it needs to search, are there guns in Pokemon I'm on sur- Google right now? Uh, okay. Blastoise has a cannon on his back. This image is a nightmare. <laughs> Kaiser pointing a gun at Ash's face. <laughs> Which episode is that? Ooh, I've never seen that. Okay, so also, I don't there's think, another I think that, image. that episode might be banned. There's an image of James holding an old man at gunpoint, and he's holding that gun to the guy's head. That is... Woof. That's... Wow. Also, apparently there's an internet movie firearms database. What? I don't know. I, there's I a lot it. of pictures of Ash having guns pointed at him. I didn't know we uncovered something important here. Look at this picture of Jesse just he's gonna blow this up. Oh what the fuck? That looks old. Anyway, I I don't think that counts. I just blocked it from my memory. The anime I don't think counts. Sarge was in the war, but I guess it was a Pokemon war. It it was the Pokemon war, but anyway. um, I think. I don't think there are any guns in the Galar region. No. We'll say uh, it's the UK. It's, it's just yeah. Kind of crime. Yeah, I mean, yes, there's definitely knives. Um, uh, but there's uh, a Pokemon that is just a sword. Yes, there is yeah. a dog holding a sword. Yeah, um, it's uh, a good dog. Yes, the shield dog is very good too. I um, so dogs. I wonder if they probably aren't, but like with Heart Golden Sil- or Golden Silver, they did the thing where like, oh, Lugia is the first legendary you get, but then you get Ho Oh later. It's just worse because it's like leveled up, so it doesn't get the same stat bonuses that Lugia does. So I wonder. I don't if, think that's a thing here. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Like, maybe they stopped doing that because they're like, wait, or we, we can charge actu- you sixty dollars or forty dollars. Yeah, if we actually keep them apart for real, then we. Can I also charge. I think. More. I think it's funny. This is more meta Pokemon stuff in general. I think it's so interesting that there is this just fury. Like just constant diaper filling about um, the like national deck stuff and the the like some of the changes that have happened. Which mm-hmm. I should say, I also understand why people are upset about too. I think that when I say diaper filling, I mean the sh- the shitbird people that are like sending death threats and stuff to yeah, Rangers, and the people like, that yeah. are just like garbage. being assholes to people who are just yes. like enjoying the game. That's like those are that's toxicity yeah. and and trash. I think it's interesting that those very same people don't bat an eye at the fact that there is a contrivance built into the game to just get you to spend another $60. And that's been the way it's been. I know the price has been lower, but that's the way it's been for like 20 years. And no one's like, maybe this is (laughs) anti-consumer. 
and when I brought almost, it up, it's been like twenty five, yeah. But yeah, when I brought it up to like friends of mine who are upset about the national deck stuff, they're like, "Oh, it's it's rooted in the fact that the games were designed as a way to get children to um to communicate with each other and like trade Pokemon." And I was like, dog, it's rooted in the fact that you'll spend another $60. It is rooted in the fact that people are spending $120 to buy one video game. I, I don't <laughs> like, know anyone who has ever done that. Uh, but. It's totally fair. The version differences, I think, are one thing. Like, that's. Well, they actually started making them, like, meaningfully different. Meaningfully, quote unquote. But, like, you know, like, uh, X and Y, like, took place at, like, different time periods. Yep. Uh, and then, like, uh, the. Red, uh, Ruby and Sapphire had like minor story differences. That stuff I don't care but. that much about. I think like the to me the big one is that legendary Pokemon thing where you can only yeah. get the one and it's yeah. only in and yeah. that to me is like that is you can make you can justify why there's some exclusive Pokemon because it gets like Allison and I can trade and that's fun. And yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. and I can just yell but. at all my friends who have Shield and go when you when are you getting the Ponyta? When are you getting the Ponyta? Yeah. But like <laughs> that stuff is yeah. fun. Because it's it's a very there's a very low barrier to finding, especially now right. where you can just uh, you can even set up the mystery trade thing where you say what you want. It's like eBay for Pokemon. Or right, or like I've I've gone on like my Twitter and said like, hey, I'm interested in trading. I'm going for a full Pokedex, and I've gone for I've mentioned that on Facebook. And if if need be, um, I can go on Reddit and be like, somebody give me, yeah. somebody give me, uh, um a ghastly and then I'll need to trade, trade it back when I get, my yeah. but like, but no, I get, but I get what you mean with this, especially with the legendary. And, and then my friend was like, Oh, it's not a big deal because they'll just put out the third version which in a couple of, of years, yeah, which will like have them all. Year. And I'm like, it's, how do no, you not? That's, that's not, some galaxy brain. You're getting owned. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, come on. That, like, yeah. Cause it, when you can't, like you can't breed the legendaries, so like, how complete yeah. is your Pokedex if you don't actually have every Pokemon? That's my um, thing. Is I am I'm aware that I can, and I will probably take trade your and else. trade it I can, back. I'm aware that we can trade and trade back to super to like get the like technically it's complete, but I need to have them all. Yeah, I got the have point all of just them. I got to put them po- all in a I, box. I held I it s- once. No, it's not. Yeah, I got to send them all to my box. That's what I got to do. I'm only gonna have six of them with me, probably for. 80% of my time with this game, but I need another 200 of them in a box. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I, and I need that sword dog. Cause I need to get one and I need to name it Sif. Oh, I mean, I was thinking about that too, where I was like, Oh, I don't need to do that. But then I, I realized that it'd be nice to be able to shiny hunt for some of the shield types. So I may or may not buy that eventually. I'm part of the problem. And again, I'm not, I'm not criticizing you or anyone who does buy right. them. It's, it is anti Do not defend that practice. Yeah. No, no, no. Of <laughs> it is bullshit. Yeah. It is, it is bullshit in the same way that it is bullshit that like, there are some skins in games that I really enjoy that are like $30. That is also bullshit. And it is bullshit for you to have to purchase a second version of the game. And like, it's especially bullshit because it's not like this is some struggling indie developer that I'm willing to cut slack on it. It's like the largest video game company in the world. So like, I think that the Pokemon game will do okay financially, even if they don't get the craziest of the fans to purchase two copies of the game. Did you Uh, see that WWE... Yeah. 2K20 was the seventh best selling game of October. Also, this is not new information. So I'm not saying that I was like shocked at this, but every time I look at those lists, it's wild to me that like 12 of those games on that list were either Nintendo or Take Two. Like, 
Take Two and Nintendo are yep. megalithic. I, I how many people need to buy Grand Theft Auto Five? Right. I mean, I feel like everyone on Earth owns right. it. Right. You this point. you wonder like, like surely the number of people who don't own Grand Theft Auto Five have like decreased, and yet yeah. It, in fact, I was talking with uh, mentioned earlier a friend of the show, Chris Edgerton, about GTA Five because he was asking me if I think it has like redeeming value for someone to pick it up and play it in 2019. And I was kind of like, I thought that like they just like whether or not you wanted to put that game in everyone's like. I mean, I don't Steam really like at this point. I don't really like Grand Theft Auto. I own it, and like exactly, this, it, it, I'm like, like I don't only even this remember year how it has got it. Only this year has it dropped below like thirty dollars. Maybe last year, like it started to drop below thirty dollars. Yeah, um, which is still just like wow. I don't own it. Uh, I've thought you about don't need to buy it, it. But I'm not. I'm not going to play it. Nobody so. needs to buy that. Nobody needs to play that game yeah. in 2019. It's yeah. fine. It's an incredibly well crafted world. The story uh, not great. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, GTA uh, Online's a mess. So. We've been we've been talking about Pokemon for yeah, almost an hour at this point, I know, and I know. you haven't even done the first gym. What did we do? No. Um, I mean, people are talking about how about the length of this game, and I'm like, I feel like there is a decent length if at least the start has been mm-hmm. uh, proven anything to me. Okay, well, that's uh, it's it's good to hear that people are liking it. Uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to digging my teeth into it tomorrow. I think. But, my like big ultimate final assessment of it that I think is maybe going to final assessment some... of the game right here, okay. right now. Pat, my, is, okay. Pat is Let delivering his review. I think that um, to me, as someone who is not super in on the games, I assumed that this was going to be a, an enormous leap because it's like it's going from handheld to home console when really this is more like the leap doesn't feel that extreme. It feel it's, it's feels very much like this is more of like, Hey, the switch is also a handheld and it still is kind of like a handheld game in a lot of ways. They're it, inching it, out that's onto okay. the ice. I mean, that's like, why I, okay, I haven't really felt the on? need to, that's why I really haven't felt the need to dock it. Cause I'm like, Oh, this just feels normal to me yeah. in handheld. And it's fine. At the end of the day, I'll like, it's, it's was a little surprising to me at first, but now that I've kind of, Come to understand that I do think it's interesting that it's $60 given that it does feel like kind of more in line with the handheld games with some visual upgrades in certain spaces, but we don't have to have, that's not a, not seriously saying we need to argue about that because, um, I, I, yeah, no, I totally see where we're coming from. Uh, especially like with kind of what you've said, where like, it doesn't feel like that much of a, a departure from the previous games in the series. So it's if they're going to be charging more than what they did for the previous games, what they've been charging for the previous games for like two and a half decades or so. My hope is you'd that, figure that it would, you know, yeah, come with like an increase in like. But I'm also not that surprised. Yeah. I'm not that surprised. And I think that they'll probably nail it harder when, um, you know, this game is getting a good enough reception. I hope that the people at game freak have a morale lift from it because they don't deserve to feel like shit. Um, whether or not that really is true. Um, Austin alluded to that on a waypoint radio and it got picked up and ran with as a huge news story (laughs) for some sites, some Pokemon fan sites. So I don't know if that's how true it is, but I hope that they enjoy success from this game and that, um, you know, 
that now that they have one out on switch, they can um, keep plugging away and, and maybe next time we'll get a more of a generational leap. And I also think yeah. that if you're wondering about it being a good jumping on point, if you haven't played in a while, I think it is partly because of the national decks being missing. Um, Cause it's sort of a clean slate in terms of the available Pokemon. Uh, and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we won't talk about any news uh, this week because boy, it's late for me. Yeah. Uh, Already one twenty a.m. The uh, only but, news you know, was from inside Xbox, anyway. Really, so uh, yeah, oh god, there was so much. You're Don't right. worry about it. We will talk about it yeah. later. Uh, there was there was an interesting thing with like a Sony patent, uh, and everyone's like, "Ooh, does this mean they're making a new like handheld?" And actually, the one interpretation of that news that I saw that I thought was feasible because they're not making a Vita three or you know Vita two no. uh, is proprietary um, memory that's for totally the ps5 expansion stuff yeah. because if they're doing the uh you know if their high speed stuff is as fast and whatever as they say then probably just like a laptop ssd isn't going to cut yeah. it I, that's it fits with what i've expected based on cerny's comments is that yeah. that seems like a proprietary drive and so they're selling they're going to sell you expansion stuff if you want yeah. it hopefully um, it's cheaper than the vita Cards. I doubt it. I bet it'll be super expensive, but I do think it's good that they're hopefully going to introduce at least some kind of expanded storage. Um, because yeah, because yeah, I, 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 I would sure want that on my, on and my if PS4, it, so. it can't be more than a one terabyte SSD in that thing. And you know, that's not well, yeah. that we'll, much space anymore. We'll see uh, where that goes. Um, but that is going to do it for this episode 96 of Gaming Fix. Uh, I've been your host, Andre Cole. You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. I uh, wrote a review for Link's Awakening, which is up on Fix.Space. If you want to go check that out, uh, I talked about that uh, two weeks ago, and uh, I finally wrote down my thoughts on it. So I'd appreciate it if you gave that a look. Pat, where can people find you? You can find me at PJC Plays. And Allison. You can find me on Twitter at W-R-I-T-E-R-S-E-R-E-N-Y-T-Y. All right. Uh, we've got episode 100 coming up in just a few weeks. We're we're dis- mildly discussing possibly doing something special. I don't know what we're going to do. It's, it's still a, a little bit off, so we'll figure that out. We'll keep you posted. Game of the year, once again, is going to be that first, the January 4th, right? Something like that. Yep. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, really, we're the only definitive game of the year podcast because we're you know letting the year finish. Uh, so look forward to that as well. Uh, thanks for joining me, you two. It's always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And thanks for you, uh, listener, for listening. It's always a nope. pleasure to have uh, our voices streaming into your ear holes. Nope. Nope. I don't. Nope. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, listen, everybody. Listen to more of the show don't tell me about your ear holes yeah, well this you see pat this a podcast or a one-way medium we go into their ear holes but we do not get any uh we do not have anything come back from the listener unless you want to send us emails and feedback to <laughs> gaming at <laughs> into our eye holes <laughs> into our eye holes and onto our brains okay i'm closing this now this is a nightmare yep okay thanks everybody <laughs> goodbye <laughs>